0: Welcome back to Dice and Salt. I'm Lord Richter. And I'm Lady Toast. And we're here talking about episode one thirty one, Aggressive Negotiation. Should be gaslighting elves. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's how that one started. Well I Well mean... kinda not started, right? We had a, we had to, we had to, we had a little well, first we had a, a recap of the past couple episodes, right? Right. Where Tarbathon revealed to the party that he was unable to learn any more without his soul sight goggles. <laughs> oh, I mean his Marina identity or Marina identity or whatever the hell her name is. Yeah. It's Tarbatfon.
1: <laughs> yeah. What was the they had an opening for this one that I, I thought was pretty good. Uh Made with
0: Love by Zombies?
1: Yeah. Which I, I just, I, I liked it because recently I'd been watching a bunch of like zombie stuff, so uh. I, just, I liked it. I thought it was fun. I was like, oh, they're spying on me. Because I think I've watched like five or six different zombie movies in the past couple weeks. Okay.
0: I haven't been watching zombie movies, but... When I was on vacation just this past week, we drove from International Falls, Minnesota to Duluth, Minnesota, and we stopped at the Duluth Aquarium. Did you get the underwear? I did. I already have the underwear. <laughs> it's the I only thing I was actually wearing. Know. I was actually wearing a shirt that said, Ask me about my underwear, Duluth Trading Company. <laughs> and I did wear that on St. Patrick's Day, one birthday. And the first thing I would do when, when you asked about my underwear was, is look at someone's smile and say, they're green. It's all part of my clever plan. <laughs> when pressed, I'd then drop into the commercial and go, they keep me cool and dry. But anyway, <laughs> the important part of this is we're at the gift shop on our way out of the aquarium, which was pretty nice. They didn't have just fish there. They also had some other stuff. They had some ducks and uh, uh, they had a bald eagle and a turkey vulture and it looked like Uh, Some they had some other like oddball rescue animals maybe. Okay. And I thought it was great that they were stepping up and having these these different critters rather than just stick to uh, an aquarium because they, you know, had the facilities in the space to do some reasonable stuff for them. But as we're leaving, we go into the gift shop and I pull up this thing and I go, oh, it's a map of Lake Superior. And I go, so what's on this? And they go, oh, here it is on the wall. And I look on the wall and they've got shipwrecks in the map. And it's, I'm like, I look at it and I go, Geez, there's no room to put anything else in that lake. Because <laughs> it's 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 a map of the lake, and it's just shipwrecks blah, 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 all through it, right? I mean, there's like one spot that's wide open, and this one gal, because there were three gals working the thing that goes, oh, there's some room here, and the other gal, did you know that Lake Superior keeps her dead? <laughs> okay. And I, I had heard something along this line. She goes, yeah, because it's so deep, and so this, and blah, 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 blah. And sometimes when they find the bodies, they only look like they've decayed about a week, but they could have been down there for decades because of the cold and the pressure and all this other stuff and i'm like okay okay and i hear a thing and i said so what you're saying is is that you like swimming in zombie lake water and they- she blinks at me <laughs> and then she goes oh my god i'm never gonna not be able to see that when i dip my toes in the lake anymore mm-hmm. well apparently you like zombie lake water because you keep dipping your toes and she goes I know. And, and the thing is, normally I'd go down a dark rabbit hole like that, but apparently I hadn't been down this one before.
1: <laughs> there, there is very much a, a dead body to water ratio that people are willing to accept. And it, it gets much wider if you can't see the bodies.
0: <laughs> hey, there is a level of cow shit and cow piss to water ratio that people are willing to accept in their drinking water that goes up substantially if they can't see the cows actually peeing and it (laughs) flowing off the shore into a little waterfall only three or four feet deep because that's, you know, Mm -hmm. what's going on, (laughs) you know, into the water. And you watch the big cow piss go into the water. At the same time, they post signs and say, don't pee in the lake. (laughs) You cannot pee in this water. And the cows... (laughs) And then it goes, and you're like, I'm like, oh, yeah, you're worried about my piss when you got 100 head of cattle doing this every day. <laughs> Way to go, Los Angeles. Way to go.
1: <laughs> I was wondering where where this lake was.
0: It's actually not in uh, L.A. County. It's uh, Lake Crawley. It's uh, by Bishop, uh, which is on the backside of the Sierra Nevadas. But it is in the history of California's water, which apparently has gotten quite dicey and violent, uh, apparently much like our oil. Somehow, the Los Angeles Department of Water and Power owns this lake. Mm. And, you know, they don't care if the cow's shitting it or peeing it, but if one drop of my urine hits that water, (laughs) they pull you over on the lake. Mm. Or maybe they throw you out of the lake. I don't know. I didn't actually pee in the lake. I I peed on the shore near the lake. I I don't, (laughs) don't know how we got here. It's okay. It was talking about zombie water, right. and you were talking about the right, right. level of bodies right. to, water to water that was yeah. acceptable to people. And I was saying, "Hey, the bodies don't bug me and freak me out. That's I've got no problem. Things die in the lake all the time." Yeah, this is
1: why I don't get into lakes. They're disgusting, and gross. Yeah, I'm not
0: a I'm not a fan of uh, of of lakes either. Ugh, no uh, swimming, I'd much rather swim in a pool. Neat. I'm not a fan of swimming in the ocean either. Just for the record, no. Because I'm not keen on the salt residue that's left or, you know, sometimes the things I have to share the ocean with. So I'd prefer a nice, clean pool. Yeah. That's what I prefer. Chlorinated <laughs> water makes me happy.
1: I guess, speaking of, I, I, I don't know, I don't, I'm trying to do a segue, but. Uh,
0: There's no segue. We went no off the rails here. there. We took a turn off the rails. We, we tied in, boom, shh, boom. Yeah. Getting... That's a mushroom cloud, you've heard, folks.
1: Getting back to our regularly scheduled programming.
0: Yeah. We get back to our genus stripping for the crowd, and the crowd dropping all those coins down his shorts. <laughs> I mean, harrowing for the crowd, and the crowd dropping all those coins down his shorts.
1: Ow. Oh, hold on. Ow. I scratched myself, and I'm really bleeding.
0: How did you scratch yourself and really start bleeding?
1: I don't know. I've got this huge wound on my arm. Uh, let me get... Well, what the hell? I don't know. I... <laughs> Just give me a second. Let me get like a tissue or D- something. No problem. No problem. Wow, Take your I'm time. Bleeding. How
0: did I do that? I understand. I'm just, you know, staying in podcast mode. I don't know if you have your phone on you. Holy shit! She's actually gonna have me call nine one one. Holy crap! I I know, right? I I don't know how I did that. Damn! I I, I don't know how I scratched myself
1: that hard. It didn't feel that hard. <laughs> like what the hell? It's not a very deep wound, but like it's bleeding, like like it's still going. Man, you stabbed
0: the shit out of yourself. Though. I guess I didn't realize I was going to draw blood doing a podcast, but damn. <laughs> That's right, folks. We bring you the podcast through all the combat and pain. Okay, so we did our genus stripping, I mean harrowing for the crowd, yeah. And his coins, and then uh, oh, oh, and we went over the perception again, right? Because they were looking kind for of the, the setup from from last episode that Tiablith and Arginus saw the the weirwoods, like, and
1: um, didn't Uhtred actually see them like stealing?
0: I think he did, cause uh, Teoblith pointed it out, but Utrid was like, "Whatever, ain't my town." Yeah. I'm not a guard.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: And, and by the way, right here, this is the first of the alignment shifts that we see this episode. Uhtred is absolutely 100% lawful evil. He went from lawful neutral to lawful evil. <laughs> Done deal.
1: Because he didn't want to interfere.
0: Yeah. He only cares about the law when it works to his advantage now, which is a, a sign of lawful evil. Right. There's laws. Let we have laws. I'm civilized. I mean. Uh, They don't apply to me and I don't have to worry about them unless they're to my advantage.
1: I don't think that's true because later on in this very episode, Tia Blith tries to give back the stolen goods. He's lawful evil. But that's
0: because Tia Blith has shifted from lawful evil (laughs) to lawful neutral. Oh, Because he's all about the law now. Well, these—I know these were stolen. I should return them. That is the law. See, Apparently he, that's what's going on, folks. He lives in a society. We've got some alignment shifts. <laughs> We've got some alignment shifts. That's what's going on.
1: All right.
0: It's—it's it's Nick trying desperately to do anything that knocks Utrid out of the leadership position because he doesn't want to face the fact he's party leader. <laughs> and uh, you know, Matt is just like, well, we can't be a rudderless ship, so Tiablitz has to step up, and he's not happy about it. Mm-hmm. I mean. Pfft obviously he's like hey dude psh, do your job not my job not my town whoa
1: <laughs> right, yeah i guess uh we we get into into the combat which is
0: well there's it... <laughs> there were a couple other things in here before i for me at least before i even got into the combat Fair which enough. is kind of wild
1: let's, let's yeah go over that then
0: i thought for sure you'd you'd be grabbing at least on some of this of course maybe i'm just off my rocker well wouldn't be the first time
1: i think we both are but that's Fine.
0: so he talks about how the the streets are the roots of the kumaru tree are they
1: are the streets the actual roots is that what that was did i miss that because I, I remember yeah, them talking some, about it
0: there was something about you know these are really vain oh it was a really veiny street yeah it's got a lot of girth too yeah girthy i remember that yeah girthy you know and all that but <laughs> the then alex goes hey yeah just to let you know the roots of the kumaru tree are, you know, they're real roots, but they're like ley lines. So it's not, I'm not you know, they're, you're not sure if it's, and I was like, wait a minute, Alex, that's in a previous one, you made, at least I thought you made clear in a previous episode of the specific to the AP. Not talking about the bonus episode. I'll mention that later. (laughs) But Alex made the point of saying that the roots of the tree were real and they grew wherever they coaxed them to grow so that they could have all this technology. Right. Now, the ley lines, ley lines are different. But he did see, he absolutely said that the roots function like ley lines. They act like ley lines. They... You know all that stuff, and they do. They can do a bunch of neat stuff too. But the ley lines are different because they're supposed to be let out in a perfect grid. Mm-hmm. At least here on Earth, the idea is they're laid out in a, in a perfect grid. Yet somehow, when you look at where ley lines converge, it's not a perfect grid because they're the the grid doesn't change size, right?
1: I, I I genuinely have no idea what ley lines are.
0: Oh, they're supposed to be lines of mystical energy that run across the Earth. Uh. So transferring them to Galarian, they get over to Galarian, and then Alex is saying that the ley lines are not real, they're kind of metaphysical, not really physical things, but they, there are actual spots where the ley line, what you want is like where the ley lines cross, that's a power spot, Okay. and here on Earth, they say, oh, the ley lines cross here, and the ley lines are supposed to follow certain rules, but they don't, when you map them, you sort of map this stuff out, to the best of my knowledge, it doesn't follow those rules exactly. So it's kind of you know they're a little little weird. Mm-hmm. Obviously, Galarian uses them, and of course, it's a fantasy thing, so they do whatever they want with them. They just tell us where ley lines converge or where a ley line is or whatever. Okay. So Alex had made that point of making the statement that they were two separate things. They, they functioned the same, at least on one level, but they were two separate things. And I'm pretty sure that he also implied in two places, at least two places, that the Kumaru roots could tap into the ley lines. Right. I, think I, he I remember mentioned, that. I think he mentioned that in, with Marina implying it in her descriptions and Alex's background and explanation of what Kumaru roots are. Mm-hmm. But Arasne's botany experiments from the bonus episode absolutely tell us that the some kind of plant can tap into the ley lines, right? Because she does it. She's got a root that's coming out of her and goes into a ley line to power her up. Right. I remember that. For the showdown with Tarbafon. You mean Marina? Marina. <laughs> yeah. For some reason, I think it's Marina, like air, like Marina. Yeah. But I guess it's just Marina, like a place where boats go. It is now. Okay. Well, it is now. <laughs> So anyway, I was a little surprised that Alex said that. So I don't know. I don't know if there's something coming or if uh, he's just trying to explain them.
1: I think he might just be trying to explain them, but it, I don't. It know. could
0: be, but it seems. I don't know. It seems. It seems like stuff's maybe a little contradictory. So I don't know. I don't know what's going to turn up.
1: Yeah, I, I'm more waiting to hear more about it before I was going to like talk about it because like we've get we've got sporadic information about it, and I don't have a whole lot to, to really add to it. So I don't, like right. I said, I don't know much about ley lines, and I don't know anything about you know the kumaru tree. So I'm I'm mostly just kind of listening at this point. I don't have a whole lot of theories on what it is or what it could do. I I well that's not true. I assume it's going to give the PCs, or at least I hope it would give the PCs like a like a rank mythic. Like if they can make it do what it did for Arasni and and um, Aridin, you know, maybe power them up so they could fight Tarbaphon.
0: I thought they said there was no mythic character levels in this AP. Oh, I didn't know that. I, I if
1: they if they said that, I didn't remember. <laughs> I can't. Re- I oh, God. Well, then well, then I can throw my whole theory out and I'll just I'll take the the theory part out and just leave this bit in to
0: confuse people. <laughs> <laughs> I could have sworn they talked about how they weren't going to do mythic. Yeah. Maybe it was in the chat, mm-hmm. and it could be from before the podcast. I don't know. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I don't remember. And I could be completely remembering wrong. I, just to be clear, I don't know squat about ley lines either. Yeah. Other than the, the few things that they're supposed to be perfectly straight. They're super powerful if you're on them. And if they cross at a spot where you have two ley lines converging, mm. it's supposed to be really, really, you know, powerful there. Yeah. And that, you know, Galarian has them same as Earth has them, or supposed to have them, whatever. So, I mean, that's like the extent of mixing my knowledge of the two kinds of ley lines together, you know, the completely fantasy and the, you know, stuff on earth, which could be mythical, I guess. Yeah. I did notice in the combat though, Mm -hmm. the other thing that I noticed, well, I guess they got into the combat, right? but I, I I noticed this (laughs) one and then I doubled back, but they got into the combat, but I did hear Nick say. When they were talking about a crowd and the conditions that the crowd places on the con- the environmental condition right. rules that it places on the thing, Nick's all, it's a trap, not a hazard, or it's a hazard, not a trap, I think is what he said.
1: Yeah, because he was calling it a hazard because it was something that they knew was there but couldn't avoid.
0: Yes, I think that was it. And I, I have a note here. I'm like, ah, here we are again, traps and hazards. And then I said, it reminds me of lakes and ponds. Oh, no. And then I went, oh, my gosh. I was in the land of 10,000 lakes. <laughs> and right next door is the state that claims it has 50,000 lakes. Oh, God. Minnesota and Wisconsin. They've got an ongoing fight about who has the most lakes. And I'm like, holy crap. And I said, well, there's no. Now, now here's where Brian is driving, you know, or, you know passenger in the car. Because mm-hmm. uh is driving because it's Minnesota. And uh, I go, oh, there's no technical definition for lakes. And then my, you know, my daughter's Googling. And Leah's like, I don't think that's right. And I chased down the reference that they, they came up with because of this fight and argument between Minnesota and Wisconsin mm-hmm. about who has the most lakes. Turns out that, and, and I'm going to give you a rundown here and we'll, we'll, <laughs> I'll specifically say what this is, neither state has a technical definition of, of a lake. And don't worry, folks, this is not a rehash of wasted. <laughs> However, the Minnesota Department of Natural Resources only counts a body of water as a lake If it's over ten acres. Okay, that's its surface area. Okay. And that is forty three thousand five hundred and sixty square feet. Or if you were put it to put it into a square, it's a square six hundred and sixty feet on a side.
1: Okay, well that's a lake. All lakes must now be square, fill in the fill in the extra bits.
0: Fill in the extra bit, yeah. (laughs) No, no, I was just trying to get a I was trying to get a size. So like I could say, you know, it's uh it's a football field on a side. Right? Hundred yards or something like that. Some meaningful, you know, distance so that you could envision it. Okay. Wisconsin counts every body of water as a lake going as small as a half acre farm ponds. Yeah. They count those as lakes. So they're 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 not connected to rivers or any other inlets, outlets, whatever. It's just you know, boom. Okay. So now on a half acre farm pond, that is something that it would be a square, approximately 147 and a half feet on a side. Okay.
1: Okay, where where are we going with
0: this? Not to worry. Okay, not to worry. I I will let you drive. Oh, you know I got my square footage wrong on the on the surface area of a ten acre lake. It's not forty three thousand five hundred sixty, it's four hundred and thirty five thousand six hundred square feet. Sorry, my mistake. But the point of all this is that they count them differently. But you'll notice that even though Minnesota doesn't have a technical definition of a lake, neither state does. But Minnesota doesn't. They do have a size requirement even though that's not part of any technical definition uh-huh. because they only report lakes that are over 10 acres in size. Okay. So a lake by theirs, they've given us a de facto definition. The first thing a lake has to have is it has to be over 10 acres. Uh, okay. So that's how you can tell the difference between a lake and a pond. Anything under 10 acres, 10 acres and under, or you know, thereabouts, that's a pond. Anything over 10 acres, that's a lake. See, so I didn't waste our time. I answered the question. <laughs>
1: no one asked a question about lakes and ponds. Not for we like did tw- many episodes. We many did like
0: episodes ago. Yes. Episodes ago, we did <laughs>
1: like three months ago.
0: <laughs> well, I, I'm answering the question now. Don't be on me because it takes me a while to do the work because I'm slower than most.
1: <laughs> Better late than never. Then I guess
0: that's what well, I thought. All right. <laughs>
1: Why don't we move
0: And besides, you know. <laughs> I kinda got on a I kinda got on a roll there rolling in my vacation stuff into this, so you know, that's, what the hell. That's fair enough. You guys all have to suffer. But yeah. What the hell was with that fight? The <laughs> it starts off with
1: the the would, which which by the way is not where W E A R, it's W Y R Wood. Yeah,
0: I thought that would be weirwood.
1: Yeah, kinda I, like I did weird, too, but, but- apparently it's not lola's pan either so who knows <laughs> yeah yeah i got i got made fun of for my spelling
0: for your lol's pan yeah that's yeah, that's how i read it i didn't that's read it as how? lola's pan i read it as lol's pan yep you know and i'm like hee-hee. sorry but like i couldn't help it it made me giggle yeah and laugh out loud so
1: we have these things they they cut down the the stall keeper shopkeeper
0: and yes. and by suddenly busting out with these multiple arms and short right. swords of death
1: and and so that's the one that our genus is is you know squaring off with and then all of a sudden to from his point of view it just drops its weapons and surrenders
0: <laughs> which right right wh- but why but would you believe the, uh, it like that's crazy it's insane why would I wouldn't, it do that <laughs> i i wouldn't believe it no i would not believe it at all but that was that happened after another one throws a fireball oh god yes yeah, i mean it ball. throws a breaks something off throws it and fireballs the crowd like, holy crap. What kind of hellhole is there fighting in the streets? I mean, Vigil never had this kind of fireballs in the streets kind of action. That is true. We're way out west in the wild, wild west here. What the heck?
1: Yeah. I, I don't know. Like they they claim this place is like a paradise, but uh, I mean if people are just throwing fireballs in the street, then I know fireballs feels... in the
0: street, and then supposedly this 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 weirwood says, I, I surrender and throws down its weapons. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like why? What? <laughs> No one's gonna believe. I have a that. feeling we're gonna. I have a feeling in a in an, uh, a a follow up episode because obviously there's gonna be one thirty two folks. I mean, don't kid yourself, it's coming. We're gonna hear something about the spell Tia used, the greater object possession, right? Because there's no saving throw there, they're- and he's able to take over constructs.
1: There, there is a, there is a roll. It's not like he just auto does it. I mean, he still, he I mean, he has to roll over a five, so it's more than likely he will. But it's not no saving throw. But I mean, it is no well, it is saving no saving throw. throw there's right. no
0: saving throw. There's no save. You don't get a saving throw. Yeah. What there is is a check to maintain control.
1: Yeah, that's true.
0: But you know, the object doesn't get to s- a save to resist. I mean, it gets a save to resist a fireball, but no, it doesn't get a save to resist. You know, diabolus mind. <laughs> And, of course, when Teebles' mind is in the creature, his body is unoccupied and lays there flopping on the ground. Oh, man. And that's like round one, right? Isn't that like round one? I mean, it's real early. They haven't really gotten together at that point. Or maybe it's round two, I guess. Because, you know, we started with the Weirwoods cutting people up. Cutting purses and cutting somebody up. Hmm. So it's it's pretty fast. And then, you know, poor Argenius makes like a, a snapped Batman Mm-hmm. At the end of the fight, and you know, kills off the uh, weirwood, <laughs> even though, you know, Teoblith is like, I surrender, tie me up. <laughs> no, really. <laughs> T- I've surrendered. My hands are behind my back. Tie me up. It's like,
1: I don't believe you. You just cut that man down and threw a fireball.
0: <laughs> and- even though you've been laying here, failing your saves and getting smacked around.
1: Yeah, but genus is also. Didn't
0: genus disintegrate him on the ground, too?
1: Yeah, he he was literally on his knees, hand behind his head, and he just threw a disintegration in his chest. Oh. Yeah, I don't, know. I don't know. Yeah, but,
0: but I, our our genus may have been the second alignment slip there. <laughs> I'm not really sure what his alignment was to begin with. I think it's just chaotic. He was just kind of chaotic, Tom, <laughs> and uh, you it, know, it. Okay, if he if he was now anything. he's kind of become Tom evil.
1: Yeah, no, he he becomes Tom evil at the end of this. At the end, afterwards, after the fight, he's he's like chaotic Tom at the moment. We'll get to the of that, but in a, in, a, in a minute. But like, they they arrest the guys right, and or they arrest the one guy, and then they
0: right because the other ones have been
1: killed. Yeah, and they destroyed whatever. They take their things off of them, and like this this
0: is the my because Utra doesn't want to give up his rope rope, folks. Fifty foot of rope, hundred feet. Well, it's a fifty. It's half no, of No, it's fifty foot of rope. Because he took 100 foot of rope, cut it into two 50 foot sections. Fair enough. And he wants his rope. I mean, it's... And 50 foot of non-magical rope. It's non-magical, but it's from the
1: boneyard.
0: That's true. That's true. I mean, it, you know, it, well, like you said, it has great sentimental value to him. Yeah. All right. But right. I'm, I'm looking it up right now. Rope. One GP for 50 feet. Uh-huh. So he could have let it go. I mean, you know, I know he has a spare GP. But no. No, I want my rope. <laughs> it's sentimentally important to me. Yeah, it's fair. And then I well that no what was the other thing that Utrid Oh yeah, Utrid gave him shit. Yeah, you guys kinda got here slow. <laughs> you took your own sweet effing time here to get here. <laughs> I'm like what uh, what I, uh, yeah, he just And Tia Tia Blitz was killing me with the, well, the loot, the loot. Here's the thing. They got really nice loot for a street fight. Right. At least I thought. I mean, maybe they already have some of this stuff, whatever. But I was like, these guys are kind of decked out. I'm like. Well, they were stealing. They should really really look into these attackers because I'm kind of smelling some sort of hand and agency behind these attackers that they just happen to be in the same spot at the same time. Just happen to go after the one street vendor that has a connection to the party, no matter how tenuous. <laughs> but you know, how many days has it has our genus been, you know? I think this
1: is day three.
0: Yeah, he's been shaking his moneymaker near this guy for three days now, right? And and establishing his connection to this guy and his goods. Uh huh. So Yeah. Seems a little odd that, you know, on the the day of this festival's is that you know, they wait three days before they start cutting purses. Maybe they
1: were doing it all before and they just no one noticed. I don't know. It's, it, it's, I'll, 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 I'm willing to overlook that little bit. The, the part that I'm, I'm really just, it it really pulls me out of like, you know, the immersion of of this is Teobleth tries to return the items, right? Which is the right thing to do. They were stolen. Which which, you know, obviously we we talked about that drops him from lawful evil to lawful neutral. Well
0: it raises him up. Well it raises him up, yeah. From lawful evil to lawful neutral. He's all about the law.
1: Yeah. But these people then turn around and go, I'll sell it to you for ten percent of the price. And I'm like these things are worth 20 grand, and most people, like, commoners have, like, a yearly income of, like, gold in the single digits. Now, obviously, these are probably not, like, commoners, but, like, middle class people or, or, you know, maybe low-end nobles or whatever, but that's not
0: a small amount of money. And They're not uh, low-end nobles if they're selling this stuff. Right. I mean the pe- these right. are these are merchants selling this stuff. So they're not they're not loaded. They however they've come across this item, this is something they want to sell to make money on.
1: Exactly. So why are they selling it for
0: ten percent? There's no well, way but, these people would let it go for that little. They were so moved. Now now and here's <sighs> the rub. Here's really why Matt can't say, Oh, Tia Blith didn't switch alignments. They were so moved by the goodness and honesty that Tia Blith showed attempting to return the items. That they cut him that super deal because they looked at him and said he's good.
1: I I I think at Boom, most they've
0: given him like ten percent
1: off, not oh, ninety
0: no, percent off. I, well, that but that's what I'm saying. He's coming across as so good. Uh, he's so good that he has to have changed alignments. He has to have. He might even be lawful good now. He might have just jumped right straight from evil, passed right over neutral, and went to good.
1: I guess it's it's about the only thing I could think of to explain why these people would be giving up like tens because of because they're all thousands cursed items. Of...
0: They're all agents of Tarbfon.
1: <laughs> I mean that that could be too.
0: But they if they're, that... they all have uh, what is it that inescapable location.
1: <laughs> uh, I, I mean if it's not that, then these people are either so loaded that they can drop twenty grand and not notice, or you know just like I. I money this money. is a much
0: better party than i thought it was yeah if if they can do this without batting an eye just because someone is you know honest
1: yeah like the economy in these games is never really all that um well thought out but some things are like it it, it just uh, it's just it didn't make any sense to me i was in my car listening to this and i'm like no there's no way There's no way these people would be selling this stuff for 10%. Well,
0: here's one of the things that might be going on, and I'm just going to throw this out here. I don't believe it for a second, folks. GM Alex is far far too clever and far too wily to, you know, give this away. Like we (laughs) (laughs) he, He he is rather coyote-like, I've been told. (laughs) It could be that the AP doesn't expect you to give it back. Like it doesn't have anything about giving it back. And so that was kind of Alex's way of keeping it treasure. Right. But associating some, you know, associating something with the, you know, the act of trying to return it. Yeah. And and demonstrating that, wow, that's really good. And you deserve a role playing benefit for that. And so we're going to do this, which, you know, gives you that role play feel. Wow. they gave it to him 90% off. Yeah. You know. Which, I mean, he still swiped some gold from the players, but you know he he can you can always get that back to them later somehow.
1: Yeah, it just it just felt
0: really bizarre. No, I I, I totally understand that, but like I said, it it could be that it the AP just figures you get you keep it because you can't figure out how to who has what. Right, and then you have Tia Blith who goes, "I'm gonna go find out who has it." And all he needs is, you know, so what sort of stuff do you have on your cart? (talking) Are you missing anything? (talking) Writing it all furiously down, keeping notes, and then goes, aha, I think you're missing this. And I think you're missing that. And you over there, you're missing this. Yeah. You
1: know. Plus, he has object read, so he could tell almost exactly where it was coming from. Right. I mean, he's like a CPA for, you know, antiquities. Yeah. So... I'm not surprised he found where they were going that the selling
0: it to him for ludicrously cheap was what bothered me. Well, right. But again, I, it may be that the AP just figures you don't, you just keep the shit you take off of them and don't worry about it. No one really cares about it. You know, no one goes, I want my stolen stuff back. Yeah. I, I don't know. But yeah, this is all messed up. The world's messed up. The part about this though, that's to me, that's, that's entertaining is before Tia Blith goes on his quest. To be the lawful good elf, he is.
1: <laughs>
0: is Uhtred goes possessions nine tenths the law?
1: <laughs> Where he he's dropping down into. And I'm like,
0: yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, he's he's definitely <laughs> lawful evil. Definitely lawful evil. <laughs> and I'm just like, God damn! I swear, somebody had some cra- was providing some sort of crazy argument for keeping something and not our genus. No, our genus someone, was arguing and
1: I, to keep something, just not an item. It was the.
0: The, the oh, I'm sorry. Criminal. I meant... Yeah, no, I meant not this episode, oh. but episodes back. And I'm pretty sure it was Tia Blith going, well, according to blah, 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 we can do this. Oh, no, we're not doing that. And like just like, that's not right. And now this time Uhtred's like, yeah, keep it all, man. We're just... We're balling now because we're taking all the stuff. I guess. You know, we had to fight three general grievances. We're taking it out. <laughs> I'm shouting out to you there, Joe. Yeah. Uh... I, I also... By the way, Joe, you may not have seen it yet, but Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three. I think these guys were identical to Groot from (laughs) Volume Three. I guess. Well, they're made of wood. And, you know, weapons and arms popped out of nowhere. Fair enough.
1: Fair enough. What do these things look like? Wear woods. Oh, they're totally Groots. That's absolutely what they are.
0: Yeah. I I was pretty sure that was the the impression I was getting, other than they're constructs and they're like halfling sized. Which Utrid then says, Oh, that makes it even funnier. As long as we're kicking around little people. And I'm like, whoa, that's Tia Bliss' line. He's the one that's hang- hung out with the Hell Knights. What the heck?
1: <laughs> okay, so I, I've got two different versions of these things that I found. Uh-huh. There is this version. Oh, we're sharing pictures. We are sharing pictures. Okay,
0: yeah, yeah that's, totally, that's totally Groot.
1: Yeah, but then there's this version. And I like to imagine this is what they're actually fighting because they're smaller, clearly,
0: and adorable. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's... that. Well, other than the... Uh, this wooden stick yeah, short swords yeah, yeah. and the, sh- the shield thing but yes that seems more uh more groody yeah it's like a a wooden jawa <laughs> oh god
1: <laughs> it's got the that, little yellow oh, eyes god. and the inside the little tree yeah, trunk. yeah yeah
0: yeah i see where you went <laughs> i get it i follow
1: good we were making star wars i references. Hate you, i kept it
0: but there. i follow <laughs> good
1: ah and and then we we have to talk about the thing with our at the end where he clearly slips into just evil Tom. He wants to to essentially bribe the guard to keep the criminal at the stand. Well, as no, no, a trophy? no. I don't know
0: that. I, no, he didn't want. I don't think it was a bribe for the guard. He wanted to. Exactly. He wanted to pay him to keep. He wanted to. He wanted to keep the weirwood there. Yeah, bound. And basically, mock him all day. Right. <laughs> and then, on top of it, you know, he's like, hey, I want to, I want to, I, I guess he was bribe, we're trying to bribe the guard. I thought he was, he said compensate. And I kind of took it like, hey, you know, I'll, I'll be responsible for him. And here's a, i i thought like a bond like you know when you get a bail bond
1: i guess but that's it it but yeah the thing
0: is if there was if there was any confusion about his intention (laughs) on our part tom removed it quickly (laughs) like i'm talking about we the first couple sentences is where i'm like oh i think he wants to and then tom just like yeah this is gonna be humiliating for this guy We're gonna put him up and mock him. Here's some money for your trouble of having to stay here and watch me mock him. Uh, yeah. And 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 this is totally what we do. <laughs> I'm just like, what and the I'm hell? like, yeah, exactly. What the hell?
1: What is wrong with oh, people my this episode? Everyone's shifting alignments.
0: <laughs> Everyone is pulling this shit. I I don't know what's going on. I don't like it.
1: I don't know either. I guess we'll find out next week. Huh.
0: Even Thalias betrayed us because he's like, "Oh, healing? Oh, I'm supposed to give that out to people? Oh, okay, <laughs> he's like, I can I'm do that." Kind of
1: being told to do that. It's like, yeah, I. I... <laughs> it's like I clearly see a and dying man. Oh was...
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's not like he's dying. Oh, uh, well, oh I said he was dying. I guess. He was... well, okay. I guess he's dying. He was concerned that Tabbot was dead. Right, but right. still he wasn't, wasn't actually healing what... him. <laughs> I know. I know and and his <laughs> oh i don't know what i don't i don't know what's going on which is proof proof that you know go on the table and it's tarbafan working on you okay mm-hmm. that's what it is folks there's no marina there is only tarbafan <laughs> and nessie in the temple <laughs>
1: yeah All right. oh my god I, I i don't know what else to do with this episode there's so much so much weird stuff in this one. I mean this
0: It was a f- it was a very fun episode. It was it was definitely
1: uh, fun. Like I enjoyed
0: very fun episode. I, I
1: enjoyed the combat be- mostly because Wolf <laughs> just basically starts gaslighting our genus.
0: Yeah. Oh god, yeah. Because yeah. he, he keeps I'm surrendering, tie me up.
1: Yeah, because then he takes over that. This the pops up one. in his
0: own body. God damn it, genius! <laughs> you cannot do a surrender properly. He does it again. And it's bloop. That it drops again. Yeah. Oh god. <laughs> but he keeps it up. Like yeah. he
1: keeps talking to him even after he's clearly tied up.
0: <laughs> well, and I'm going to point this out, Toast. I'm going to point this out here. We're talking about how all the the characters have have got these. They're out of their roles. They're out of their alignments. The stuff's going weird. Mm-hmm. Did you realize that what you talked about most in this was the combat stuff, <laughs> <laughs> and what I talked about most? was like the role-playing (laughs) background-y stuff.
1: We might need to change the title of this
0: episode to what the hell is going on. (laughs) I think it should be Dicey Gaslighting. I think that's what it is. Because it's Dicey, baby, and we're just gaslighting everything.
1: There's gas all over the place.
0: (laughs) There's gas everywhere, and we are lit up. (laughs) I think on that note, you should take us out. And that does it for us this week. You can find us and the players on the Inspired Incompetence Discord. Links can be found in inspiredincompetence.com. I'm Lord Richter. And I'm Lady Toast. See you next week. Bye. Bye.
1: Ow. Oh, hold on. I scratched myself and I'm really bleeding.
0: How did you scratch yourself and really start bleeding?
1: I don't know. I've got this huge wound on my arm. Uh, let me. Well, get... what the
0: hell? You're not know. supposed to use the adamantine claws to scratch yourself.
1: I Just give me. Don't stop recording. Just give me a second. Let me get like a tissue
0: or D- something. No problem. No wow, problem. Take your I'm time. bleeding. How did I do that? I understand. I'm just, you know, staying in podcast mode. Call out tra-la-la-la, la-la-la-la to diddly-doo. If you need me to dial 911 for you, remember not help. It's tra la la, tra la la, ta diddly do. So I'm just practicing here. That's right. Toast has stepped away and I'm just practicing. Do, 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 do. I don't know if you have your phone on you. I do. Why? I sent you a text. Oh, okay. I was like, holy shit, she's actually going to have me call 911.
1: <laughs> no, I, I, I was I heard you talking, but I couldn't actually hear you. Oh, okay. That's good
0: holy crap
1: i i know right
0: I, I don't know how i did that like
1: <laughs> that's your leg no it's my arm it's like right it's oh, like okay, right okay. at my elbow I thought, I
0: thought i was looking at an elbow sorry it is an elbow but i was like
1: yeah it, it's my damn elbow. I, I i don't know how i scratched myself that hard it didn't feel that
0: hard <laughs> like what the Shit. hell <laughs> i told you don't play with the adamantine claws i can't help it they're so shiny i know and they swish <laughs> in and swish <twitch> out right <laughs> Yeah. that's sound effect word is. Yeah. Oh, my
1: Lord. Well, I found the offending
0: nail. Good Lord. Jeez, clip that goddamn
1: thing. I, I, when we're done with this, I absolutely will.
0: <laughs> no, take a second and go clip it now. We obviously can't wait because you're putting holes in yourself. <laughs> All right, hold on, hold on. I'm going to hear this ka-chong sound because, you know, when you finally get through it, it's and then I'll hear the sound of something, you know, like it's being shot because the nail was so thick no it's like it it's
1: it's just the corner had like this little sharp edge to it I so it's re- like a
0: paper cut you paper cut the shit out of yourself like that i and you're guess like, oh,
1: what the hell? it's not a very deep wound but like it's bleeding like like it's still going Man,
0: you stabbed the shit out of yourself though. i guess i didn't realize i was gonna draw blood doing a podcast but damn <laughs> that's right folks we bring you the podcast through all the combat and pain <laughs>
1: We haven't even gotten to the combat yet. (laughs) Okay. uh, Moving on, I guess.
0: Moving on.
1: (laughs) I knew you were going to do it the
0: moment I said it like that. It wasn't intentional. (laughs) Yeah, it was. Toast really wanted us to move along.